Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I was watching this clip this week and I saw of this liberal lunatic not taking any accountability whatsoever for screwing up your kids, screwing up the COVID crisis, screwing up everything. And it reminded me of why I'm long on the United States but a little worried about the short and medium term. I got a good show for you. There's an awesome Substack out there by this guy, Aaron McIntyre, too, about how and why uh, the beatings will continue until morale <laughs> improves. I don't know any other way to say it. All right, let me get right to it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. It's time to stand up to big tech, folks. Don't let them watch what you do online. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome the Dan Bongino show. Happy to be back with you uh, off yesterday, which is something we typically don't do on the show, but me and the boys needed a little break. I hope you enjoyed the Labor Day special we put out yesterday with some of my best radio rants. Let's get right to the show because now there's a a whole lot to catch up on being that we had an extra day to compile material. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You notice big tech companies are masquerading as privacy companies. Just fix your privacy settings, turn off app tracking, and you're all good. Yeah, sure. So we're supposed to believe big tech, the wolf, has now turned into grandma? No, not happening. Big tech literally feeds in your information. Sure, maybe they'll release a feature now that does some good, but collecting and selling off your data is in big tech's nature. They can't stop themselves from looking at what you do online. The better to see you with, my dear, to protect myself against big tech's prying eyes, I use ExpressVPN. When you use ExpressVPN, the app on your computer or phone, you're hiding a unique IP address. Websites can't use that address then to find out your real location or track what you do online. On top of that, ExpressVPN encrypts and reroutes 100% of your online activity. So your internet provider, Wi-Fi admin, and hackers can't see it. The best part, though, is how easy it is to use. It just takes one click to protect all your devices. One ExpressVPN subscription covers up to five devices at the same time, so you can protect your entire family, too. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by CNET, Wired, TechRadar, and countless others. Today's the day. Get the VPN I trust to protect my online privacy when big bad tech is at the door. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you get extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Thanks, ExpressVPN. All right, Joseph, after a long weekend, and let's go. We are Brother. Yes, we are, we back. are back. Joe was very excited. Joe said he didn't know what to do with himself yesterday, yeah. being that we weren't uh, working. I kind of felt the same way. I came back early from uh, Miami trip to kind of uh, uh, relax yesterday. I was down in Miami, stayed down in the Bell Harbor area, had a blast. By the way, thank you to all the people um, in the malls and stuff over there who came up, especially some of the people who worked in stores who had nice things to say about me and the content. You all are really fantastic. I want you to know I appreciate it. And thank you for listening to the show. You know who you are. It meant a lot to me. I'm not going to say what stores because liberals will go um, and burn the place down. But I came back early yesterday. I was hitting it hard in the gym. And uh, my daughter went with the neighbors I went on vacation with. And the neighbors uh, brought her back from a lunch they went with. And I was in the uh, garage deadlifting. And the neighbors were like, dude, aren't you still on vacation? Like, What are you doing deadlifting? No, no, no. This is deadlift day. You don't miss deadlift day. I'm sorry. Even if I had had a few glasses of wine the day before. Deadlift day is where it's at. So getting to the real show content and enough with the... uh, this is the stick to the issues crowd drives him crazy. I'm very sorry. Just a quick update on what I was doing. Patty Murray, a liberal Democratic senator. Uh, she was on this week and this got me thinking, you know, I've been this has been an evergreen focus of the show for the last few weeks about how we're in this endless cycle of stupid. And it's hard to get out of. I get this question a lot from people. How is it that they don't see it? I get this all the time. I got it this weekend over and over by no less than probably 100 people who came up to talk to me. They said, Dan, how is it that they don't see what's going on right now? 
And the answer is an obvious one, but it bears repeating over and over because if it's so obvious, why aren't we fixing it? The media hides from people the consequences of liberal actions and doesn't follow up. This is a perfect example. Patty Murray's on CNN. She's asked a pretty good question. Hey, do you guys regret it all these school closures, which we know caused a mental health crisis, we know caused massive learning losses and had no noticeable effect on the COVID transmission whatsoever. Joe, an unquestioned failure by any reasonable, rational person. Yeah. Not only a failure, a catastrophic failure. Now, you would think the media person, oh, this is a good question. No, it's not a good question. It doesn't barely follows up at all. Just lets her get away with this. Was it a mistake to keep children home for school so long during the pandemic? Jenna, this was a decision of local school officials and our scientific experts trying to get their hands around a pandemic that was killing millions of Americans to protect their children, to protect their staff, to protect their communities. I am proud that when Democrats got control a year and a half ago, uh, Democrats voted for the American Rescue Plan that helped our kids get back into school safely. Folks, okay, none of this actually happened. Yes, the Democrats took that vote. But if this was a real report, it goes on and it's just another big circle. I'll leave the rest out. It's a family friendly show. None of that happened. The Democrats pushed endlessly because the teachers unions made them because they're in hock to that. They work for their, they're, they're in servitude to the teachers. unions. embarrassing. They were the ones who locked these kids out of school. We even have emails between the CDC and the teachers union pushing for schools to remain closed. It was the Trump administration and people like Ron DeSantis after they realized the, the, the damage these closures were doing that were pushing to open the schools. That's just a fact. You can go and look. And yet the reporter does nothing. And it reminded me, I'm long on the U.S. I believe in the end we're going to save this place. Again, a bunch of people asked me this weekend too, do you think it's over? No. But ladies and gentlemen, short and midterm, we're, it's going to be ugly. I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps again. It's going to be ugly. The media is... The media's ability using their massive microphone and megaphones out there, their bullhorns, to mask the beatings. The beatings will continue until morale improves. It's almost magical. The reason people don't realize liberals are the cause of all our problems right now, even though Republicans may not be the solution, many swampies, but liberals are the cause, is because the media doesn't tell them. They constantly flip the script. I'm going to show you examples of what I mean in a moment. Liberals are eating us alive. And until the destruction is complete and it is impossible to ignore, despite the bullhorn of the media going, Republicans did it, Republicans did it, Republicans did it. Until the destruction is complete, there won't be a reckoning. I don't mean to be pessimistic on a Tuesday. Uh, and I'm not. But the beatings are going to continue. People can't see it. The media obfuscates who is doing this to you. And by obfuscating it, they allow you to believe that somehow the nefarious evil GOP did it. That the GOP are full of uh, fascist, MAGA, bad people. Remember, remember my theory. Liberals are people with bad ideas. We're bad people with ideas. Here's what I mean. This Aaron McIntyre piece is fantastic. Listen to me. Fantastic. Fantastico. It's in his sub stack. It's in the newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. I think it's the first link. 
Subscribe to the newsletter. It's free. We had 120,000 new people in the last few weeks. Allows me to bypass the media uh, infrastructure and email right to you. It's called The Folly of Invincible Elites. And it's about exactly this. Listen to this opening paragraph and you'll see what I mean. He says, consequences are what humble us. What gives us pause when we're about to make a rash mistake? Yes. Our losses teach us about the limits of humanity. And those who do not learn from the wisdom those losses impart are usually setting themselves up for an even bigger disaster. The lesson, the liberal world order that rules the West has been so dominant for so long that our elites cannot imagine a scenario where there are serious and lasting consequences to the decisions they make. Folks, that opening paragraph of this thing is just delicious. I would just dispute one small thing, and I'm, I'm not, not with him. I think I, he's saying what I'm saying. I'm just going to say it a little bit differently. I think, I, I think the liberals absolutely know what they're doing. I think the destruction is the intent. But the, So why is it allowed to continue? Because as I just said, I'm absolutely convinced, steadfast in this resolve, uh, but that the media knows what they're doing too. And being that the media wants this destruction to rebuild in this great reset format, the United States in an authoritarian manner, they just cover it up for them. Here's the second part where you would think they would learn for the failure. Like I said, I saw this Patty Murray thing. Is she going to learn from? I mean, the evidence is everywhere. The carnage these school closures caused. You would think they would just say, Joe, like, hey, man, we effed up. Really sorry. We're not going to do that again. Matter of fact, in the future, now that we learn from it, Put us in power. We'll make sure it doesn't happen again. Folks, I guarantee you a lot of independents would be like, oh, okay. They learned the lesson. People make mistakes. They cannot do it because nobody holds what nobody holds into account. Why bother taking accountability if no one's asking you for it? Here, part two of this. You got to read this whole piece. It's so good. He says, our ruling class has an unbroken string of victories reaching beyond their living memory, and they can't imagine a world where they are not the undisputed masters of the universe. The political machine our leaders inherited has always worked, no matter how hard they push the boundaries, and they believe it always will. Listen to this last sentence. This is the kicker right here. Any evidence of failure is only an indication that they are not applying sufficient pressure. You fail, you screw up, double down. Folks, this is what I call, Joe, you've heard it before, the Dinkins effect. I lived up in New York with Mayor David Dinkins, a liberal. The city decayed into total madness. He was uh, the first black mayor in New York City. The, liber- the media loved him. Loved him. Lionized the guy. Thought he was the greatest thing ever. The city descended into total madness. Madness. Crime was out of control. Graffiti everywhere. The economy was dying. The city was going broke. It was a total disaster. And what happened? The media eventually realizing that people were waking up and despite their megaphone, Republicans did it, Republicans did it, Republicans did it. They realized, people realized that on the megaphone was a Democrat in the media and everybody started to turn on Dinkins. So instead of just saying, hey, liberalism sucks and it didn't work like Patty Murray should have done about the school closures, that's not what they did. I call it the Dinkins effect, right? The media just simply blamed Dinkins. They were like, well, liberalism's great. Dinkins was just uniquely unqualified to be mayor. He was just bad at it. The same things they did with Carter. Instead of telling the American public, it is liberalism causing this cancer eating you alive. If they would just tell the public like that, this cycle of the beatings will continue until morale improves would stop here. 
but they don't tell you that. Listen, receipts matter. You got to bring receipts. Sorry, I know my eyes are darting around. Is that annoying? I'm, I get emails about that a lot. I'm sorry. I'm just a very hyper guy. It's not, I'm not looking at anything. I promise. The examples are everywhere. Receipts matter. Produce evidence. You know, I met a guy in a store in the Bell Harbor Mall. Again, I'm not going to say which or who. And, and I'm dead serious. I'm not saying uh, who or what store because you know how liberals are. I'm, I'm not kidding. Liberals will like go in. They'll be looking for the guy. Uh, you know, you know how they are. They're just crazy. But I ran into a guy this weekend and I'm talking to him and he's like, I, I, I just can't believe it. I talked to my friends and family and they still believe Republicans are causing all their problems, despite the fact that they live in New York City and there are no Republicans anywhere to be found. Here's why. Yeah. And he said he liked my show because I always bring it was, it was surprising, by the way, because I went in a store where, you know, you would think there'd be a lot of liberal folks. If you get what I'm saying, you think it'd be a lot of libs. And the, immediately he goes, hey, Dan Bongino. He's like, one of the things I like about your show is you always back it up with the facts. Here's a perfect story indicating what I mean, how the libs just will not call out liberalism and save us from this cancer eating us alive. Axios is emailed this morning. Price controls. So we have tried price controls, the government price controls, throughout sentient human beings' history. The idea that the government can control the price of a product is laughable. If the government could control the prices of products and make everything affordable, ladies and gentlemen, Joe, wouldn't you as well, Gee, wouldn't you be like, Rick, they can sign me up. Yeah. They can keep everything affordable all the time with no downside. I love that. Bring it on, daddy-o. Now, we've tried this. Now, every time we've tried price controls, the same exact thing happens every time. So Axios, I'll, I'll get to what it is in a minute. Axios puts her morning email out this morning, Mike Allen. And he says that these inflation, energy, and, and uh, security shocks are walloping the world economy. And they're driving the kind of government intervention in markets last seen in the 70s. Why it matters. Price controls were largely abandoned after the 70s. Why? They were abandoned because they suck and don't work. Allen notes. As both American and global policy shifted toward less government involvement in the economy. That's why they were abandoned. Why were price controls abandoned, folks? Because the same freaking thing happens every time. You realize the government's doing this again? The Inflation Reduction Act had price controls for medication. And all these people, the AARP, that, that, the AARP, by the way, is a cancerous group. Dump, you're a, they are the most liberal, far left radical organization I have ever seen. If you are a person who's a member of the AARP, you should dump your affiliation with them immediately. Not me, brother. They, I know you're not. Hell you no. have a number of other groups out there. The AARP is a disaster. They support these price controls for drugs and everybody like Barkley <laughs> Seal, yeah, price control, keeping the cost of drugs down. Really? Why can't they do that with gas? Why, why, why can't they do that like the UK is trying to do now. The UK has price controls. They want to institute price controls for home heating oil. Why? Because the prices are spiking. Why? Oh, because the UK doesn't have a good energy plan. So price controls are leading in the UK to what they've led to always. An increase in demand. Why do you have an increase in demand? Because again, for the thousandth time, the Corvette edition, if you want to price control Corvettes and say, hey, 
$40,000. Government said Corvette shouldn't cost anymore, just like they're saying for medicine. Now, Barking Seals, the AARP is like, yeah, $40,000 for a Corvette. I love that. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go, Joe. They, so demand goes up because people who couldn't afford a Corvette at $70,000, right. but who have 40 can now afford a Corvette. So demand goes up. Liberals, is this hard? Is any of this hard? Is that any of it? You decrease the price, more people can afford it. Demand goes up. So you're like, oh, well, liberals are like scratching their heads. Dan, you're making our point. This is great. More people can afford it. Well, what's the problem? Supply goes down. Yeah. Well, why does supply go down? Gee, I don't know, Joe, because if it takes uh, Chevy $60,000 to build a Corvette, they charge seventy dollars for a $10,000 profit margin. <laughs> why would they sell the car for forty dollars and lose $20,000? Now liberals are like, oh, wait. Liberals are like, my stomach. Is there a bathroom? Liberals are like, uh-uh. Want to get some Pepto? Now they're starting to, because the liberals can't do basic man. Now they're starting to figure it out. Like, oh yeah, I didn't really think of that. So you want to price control drugs. Price control drugs that cost a certain amount to make and the R&D is built in. But you want to do it below that. And you think that they're going to continue to produce drugs to keep you alive. I, I'm sorry, you're just really stupid if you believe that. I don't mean to be, I'm just telling you the truth. You're just really dumb if you believe that. Imagine that was you. I make baskets for a living. They cost me $20 to make. I sell them for 30. Government says you got to make them for 10. I can't, I got to make them for 20. Okay, I'm not going to make them. Now it makes sense. But yet when it's drugs, like, no, 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 I'm with drugs. You owe me that. I need to stay alive. Okay, you're not going to stay alive. You're going to die because there's going to be less drugs. So you get increased demand, decreased supply. You also get quality problems. Of course, you're going to get quality problems because if you're asking me to make a Corvette for $40,000, I'll make you a $40,000 Corvette. It'll, it'll look like the Ford Escort. But there you go. We'll slap a Corvette label on it. And you get black markets every single time, which is what's going to happen for fuel. It's what's going to happen when it comes to anything you put black markets on, drugs, whatever it may be. There'll be a secondary market as people go and resell it because no one can find it. Milton Friedman described this beautifully. Perfectly. I use Friedman videos once in a while. Here's Milton Friedman talking about when he was in Germany working as a representative on this uh, trade group. Here he is talking about in Germany how they tried price controls in Germany and he had to go and bargain using barter for gas because what happens? What happens every time with price controls? Black markets develop. Check this out. In the case of Germany, uh, not, not after World War I, but after World War II which was a slightly different case, right. and it shows a different facet of it. Because of the, uh, Germany was then occupied by the Americans, the British, and the French, they were able to enforce price control much more effectively than a domestic government could have enforced it. And they had price control, right. widespread price control. Yeah. As a result, you didn't have inflation. You just simply had money not being used. You had barter exactly. being tricked. Right. And it's funny, they used, they used cigarettes as money, they used uh, 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 liquor as money, uh, cognac. Right. I've always said it's the most liquid money you've ever had. <laughs> Everything was money. Everything was money except actual money because money lost its value because money is a metric of value in exchange. And when exchange is manipulated by the government that says money doesn't have value, what happens next? Rationing. What happens next? Black markets. Every single time. How many times we got to go through this, man? The beatings will continue until morale improves. If the media would just tell people this story, 
that price controls don't work and stop focusing on the high level talking points. The government's going to control prices. Everybody's like, yeah, that's great. And just tell them the mechanics behind it and would actually look under the freaking hood. You'd see the car is an escort, not a Corvette. Oh my gosh, it's frustrating. I genuinely love this country so much. I do. I do. I love this place so much with a passion. How many people sacrifice so much to give us this beautiful place we live in and to watch it get eaten alive by this cancerous rot and to have people continue to suffer endlessly. It's just hard to watch. All right, let me get to my next spot. And I want to show you another example again of the beatings will continue until morale improves happening right now. If you're in California, listen up. Folks, when running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations like getting complaints because someone on the team always smells horrible or something like that. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, it's B-A-M-B-E. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just 90, uh, with $99 per month. $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat. So onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Folks, Bambi's HR managers, they are U.S.-based persons dedicated to your business, giving you access to HR expertise and a personal touch you need. You know HR can be a headache. Don't take that headache on yourself. Check out Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E. Do it today. Don't wait. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year. But Bambi starts at just $99 per month. That's $99 per month. That's a great deal. They also have one. Th they also have thousands of active clients and thousands of five-star reviews. Just go check it out. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now and type in Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. We'd really appreciate it if you let them know that we sent you. Spell B-A-M-B-E-E dot -E com, Bambi dot com. Type in Bongino under podcast when you sign up. Bambi dot com. Uh, type in Bongino. Let them take care of your HR issues. There you go. Bambi. Check them out. Thanks, Bambi. We appreciate it. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay, here's another example of what I'm talking about. That Friedman just described accurately the problem, price controls, and they're doing it again. The U.K. is getting ready to institute price controls for fuel. Biden just instituted price controls for medication through the Inflation Reduction Act. doesn't matter. None of it. The media will not tell you the truth, but I will. You are light years ahead of your colleagues and friends who listen to these goofballs and are going to continue to experience the beating. So California, liberals are never held responsible ever. They are never held responsible by the media. California right now is going through a heat wave. Now, it's going to be tragic because I have a feeling people are going to die. I hope and pray I am wrong but they're going through a really bad heat wave. And of course, 
Unlike Florida. Is it hot today in Florida, Guy? You were out there, right? It's only about 98 today in Florida. I walked outside before. Uh, I was sweating. I walk out before the show to get some sun in my eyes to wake up in the morning. I walked outside. I was out there 10 minutes. I was in a full sweat. I walked back in. Paula said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm full sweat. Full sweat. Had to like almost like wipe my whole body down. I was so hot, right? We don't have any blackouts here. It's kind of weird. Florida, it's like 90 and 100 all the time. You have any blackouts lately? No? No, not for you. No, not for me either. We're a conservative state. California, I'm not saying we're perfect. We don't have issues. It's kind of weird. California, which claims to be at the energy vanguard. They're the the energy future. They can't keep the lights on ever. Here's Axios' morning email again. California ISO, the state grid operators, predicting an all-time record demand for power today with the danger of blackouts. Again. Blackouts in California. Joe, that's never happened before. Oh, no. Never. 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 Why it matters, they know. This is a local. This is here, 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 folks. This one line is a summation of why the beatings will continue until morale improves about liberalism. Instead of stating the obvious that California's reliance on renewable energy that's not renewable because they don't have the battery capacity and the baseload power is dying out. Instead of saying the obvious, what do they do? Look at this dipsy do flipperoo about why you're going to potentially die in California because your state is run by idiots. They note this is a local manifestation of a cooking planet. You can't. Climate change is making heat waves hotter, more frequent, and longer lasting. There's no one, there's no evidence whatsoever that's true at all. None. But that's besides the point. Even if that was true, why aren't liberals who run in California who are saying, hey, climate change is making us hotter, even though that's not true, why aren't they adjusting and keeping people from dying? Because they're liberals and the beatings will continue until morale improves. And if they blame it, the media, on climate change, what happens? Come on, think it through. You know. What happens? Media people get to go, it's Republicans' fault. They've been standing in the way of climate change Uh, climate change policies forever. The Republicans did it. Republicans run California? No, not at all. It's run by supermajorities. But Republicans definitely did it to California. There's a Market Watch piece. It's also in the newsletter today. You may want to read this one too. Why shouldn't it be as bad as the 70s? Historian uh, Neil Ferguson warns. He warns the world is sleepwalking into an era of political and economic upheaval akin to the 70s. Only worse. Joe, you were alive in the 70s. Yes, I was. I was a young man, but you were a little older than me. 70s, the end of the, especially the end of the 70s, were rough. I was a very, very young child. I barely remember it, but I remember it creeping into the early 80s before Reagan really turned it around. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, things were ugly. Yep. The cars were junk. We were in a massive oh. energy crisis. We Remember the cars? Oh, the, the Gremlin? Cars. Awful. The Vega? The, the, the Pinto? Uh, the cars with that, that the Pinto, the Gremlin, and the Vega sum up the seventies. It was a train wreck of an era. You had the Rockefeller Republicans like Ford, big spending. I mean, you want to talk about? You think Republicans are swampy now? Some of them back then to find a conservative was impossible. They hated Reagan early on. Make no mistake, hated him. They were bigger spenders than the Democrats. Let's not pretend that that history is any different. Don't, don't, don't be blind like the Democrats are. We were in a mess. Neil Ferguson's like, folks, what's the difference? Energy crisis in the 70s? Well, sounds like what's happening now. 
Russia shutting off, you hear the shutting off gas as predicted, not wasting your time here, shutting off gas to Europe, inflation crisis, national malaise sitting in, foreign policy failures everywhere. Sound familiar? Beatings will continue until morale improves. And in the most disgusting example I've seen yet of media magic and the dipsy do flipperoo, and what is the media magic? Just tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them and tell them what you told them. That's what's different about this podcast. I'm committing to a learning experience on this. You're not wasting your time. Liberals face no accountability for the cancerous rot, the burning down of this country they're causing. Because nobody blames liberals in the media. They either blame the person. Oh, it's just Biden. It's just Carter. It's just Dinkins. It's not liberalism. Or they blame Republicans. So the beatings continue. The Jackson, Mississippi story is another tragic, yet hard to believe example of the cancerous rot liberals cause in this country and how they face zero accountability for it whatsoever. Let me get to my uh, next spot first, and I'll show you exactly what I mean. All form, folks, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you probably heard me talk about my Helix mattress. I got a really good night's sleep last night. I feel like a million bucks today. Helix has now gone beyond the bedroom, and they make sofas too. All form is premium, customizable sofas and chairs ship right to your door. All form customizes a sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost and right here in the U.S. You can pick your fabric, color, sofa size, and shape to fit perfectly in your home. The fabric is spill, stain, and scratch resistant. They've got armchairs and love seats all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. We have one for Isabel in her room. She loves it. There's something for everyone. You can always start small and buy more seats later, which is great so we can grow and change with you when you move. All form, A-L-L-F-O-R-M. All form sofas are delivered directly to your home within a couple of weeks and with free shipping. In the past, it could take months for your sofa to arrive. And then you need someone to come and assemble it. It's a pain. Not with all form. It was simple and quick assembly. No tools needed. Paula put it together. I was sleeping when she put it together. I might even joke, man. I got up, boom, done. And if getting a sofa without trying at a store sounds a little risky, don't worry about it. You've got 100 days to decide if you want to keep your roll form. That's more than three months. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free, give you a full refund. It is really that simple. They have a forever warranty, which means literally forever. To find your perfect sofa, check out Allform, A-L-L-F-O-R-M, allform.com slash Dan, allform.com slash Dan. Allform is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at Allform. Allform.com slash Dan. Check it out today. The sofas are amazing. They're beautiful. They look great. They grow with you. Allform.com slash Dan. Thanks, Allform. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. This is the most, by, I mean by far, the most disgusting example I've seen in a long time. Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi is a, uh, a city in, uh, in, obviously in Mississippi, run by Democrats, run by Democrats for a while now. Um, Jackson, Mississippi has been run into the ground. It's been run by liberals. They are suffering a water crisis right now after some flooding basically destroyed the operations of one of their main water filtration plants. You don't have water, it violates rule number one of the Dan Bongino show, which is don't get dead. Don't get dead and definitely don't get dead quick. Everybody gets dead, but get dead naturally. Don't get dead early. 
Nobody wants to get dead. So if you don't have water, you're going to get dead quick, especially in Jackson, Mississippi, where it's pretty freaking hot. You're going to get dead in probably just a few days. Now, you would say to yourself ordinarily, so people may be getting dead. The water plant failed. The place has been run by liberals. The water plant had problems in the past. Maybe the liberals and liberalism did that because they love big government, yet every time we give them the tools to enact big government, tax money, power, they seem to ruin everything. So maybe it's time to switch leadership in Jackson and let a small government conservative do things better. Nope. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Now, in case you had any doubt that the media, any doubt the media was just going to flip the script and say, this is the cause of not liberals, but racist and anti-government ideology. I will dispel you and dis- dispel that notion and disabuse you of that notion right now. Great piece in the Wall Street Journal. The water woes of Jackson, Mississippi explain. They note it's inevitable these days that any urban calamity immediately becomes a progressive parable of systemic racism and, quote, anti-government ideology, as one columnist put it. That's the media spin after last week's failure of a treatment plant in Jackson. They know, but the truth isn't that simple. It's another local government failure of the, con- of the kind that's becoming all too common in America's cities, conveniently mostly run by Democrats. Now, you may be saying to yourself, oh, yeah, they're right, Dan. Jackson's got a large black population. It's definitely racism me or something. It's racisty stuff that did it. It is? That's interesting. This is a new problem. How the hell would the liberals who run Jackson? Why should they be held accountable? They only run the place, Joe. I mean, this just creeped up on them. Nobody knew. Oh, really? Yeah. It's fascinating because the journal notes that Jackson's water woes aren't new. That's a quote, by the way, liberals. That means it's in the piece. Jackson's water woes are new. You see it, Joe? Gee, can you vouch for me? That's there. The, yep, she's there, the Dan. It is there. Is it? Oh, thanks. Thanks. There you go. Just check it. They know. <laughs> they know in, in 2014. It's uh, 2022. Is it fact check? 2020, Yeah, it is. Okay. So yeah. we're eight years later. Thank you. In 2014, 90% of Jackson City voters approved a one percentage point increase in the sales tax in part to fund water and sewer repairs. Oh, they did? In the past nine years, the city's allocated nearly $490 million from its capital budget to waters and sewers. That's about $3,200 per resident. But much of the money hasn't been well spent, and the city's water problems have worsened. Man, those Republicans. Geese, that sound racist to you? Sounds pretty racist, right? Evil. Geese says, Joe, racist? I mean, definitely, right? Yeah. I mean, unquestionably a product of racism. I mean, definitely. Things only been going on since 2014, and racism stopped them from spending the $3,200 per resident and the hundreds of millions of dollars on it. Definitely racism. Uh, Tough words, yeah. No, no, Guy had it right. Yes, good point. Guy, here you go. <laughs> Guy wins the show today. It's not racism. Guy says it's Trump's fault. 100%. There you go. 2014, Trump definitely did this. 100%. Good point. He had been mentioning somewhere, somewhere about running for bread. Trump did this. 1,000%. Good point, Guy. One last point on this, because, again, I don't want to uh, you know, beat this up again too much. But the story, you may say, well, listen, Jackson's a local. It's not a local story. It's a national story, number one. But second... It's indicative of the premise I opened up the show with. The beatings will continue. Nothing will change in Jackson. Nothing. It's not a new problem. And it is a Republican state. So you may say, gosh, well, the Republican state, they should have come in and fixed it. Oh, 
Oh, they 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 tried. Uh, oh, they did try. And Jackson, led by Democrats, still screwed it up. Weird. Wall Street Journal. Yet the state made available nearly 170 million in loans and grants from 2016 to 2021 for Jackson's water and sewer infrastructure. So strange. Earlier this year, Mr. Lumumba. Democrat leader, by the way, of Jackson, uh, grumbled when the state offered another $25 million from their American Rescue Plan. But lawmakers grumbled because they insisted on exercising oversight on how the money was spent. So Republicans tried to fix it for them, and they didn't want it because they wanted to control it, despite screwing it up since 2014. The Republicans and Trump definitely did it. It's unquestionably racism. Ladies and gentlemen, The beatings will continue until morale improves. Speaking of not wasting your time here, I have a lot of golden rules, general axiomatic truths of the Dan Bongino show, which if you're here a lot, you're going to incorporate into your own uh, thinking. I would hope over time. I didn't invent a lot of this stuff. Comes from other great thinkers who have put it together. But this idea I have that one of the divides in this country right now and why we're having this issue is that we think liberals are people with bad ideas. Not some, not, I mean, the ones that are calling us fascists are just evil people and bad. But we think, I used to say Democrats, we think Democrats are people with bad ideas. But a large swath of the Democrat Party doesn't feel that way. They feel that we're bad people with ideas. Now, ladies and gentlemen, those are different. If we think you're people with bad ideas, we try to debate and negotiate with you over the ideas, correct? Hey, guys, this is that's just a bad idea. Here's why my idea is better. Here's why I think big government doesn't work for water filtration plants. Here's why I think big government taxation doesn't work for the economy. Do you understand liberals don't care? Liberals think you're bad people with ideas, so you need to be crushed. Proof of this just keeps popping by the day. You are not wasting your time. Here's example number one. Here's Eli Mystical. He's a uh, commentator for uh, MSNBC. This guy is just a bevy of stupidity. This guy's sound bites are so overflowing in the stupid cup that you could do this all day with this lunatic. Here he is, Eli Mystical on MSNBC. A special master uh, was granted by a judge in the Trump uh, case. You may have heard about it, the raid in Mar-a-Lago. A special master who's going to be an independent reviewer who's going to look at the material and say, you can see this, you can't see that. This is privilege, this is not. Trump finally got a little bit of a win in the case. We'll see what the special master says. But now, keep in mind, even though this case is overflowing with controversy, Trump's declassification powers, executive privilege rights, here's Eli Mystical, jumps immediately to the conclusion that the judge granting a special master, that the judge is definitely corrupt. Because remember, we're bad people with ideas immediately. Check this out. She's biased and corrupt. Like, I don't know what to tell everybody anymore. Like, I've, I've been saying this since he took office. When you allow Republicans to control the courts, you get nothing. Trump judges do not believe in the rule of law. They do not believe in precedent. They do not believe in facts. They do not believe in logic. They just believe in whatever is going to help Donald Trump. And they've proven it again and again and again. So when I say that you cannot trust Trump judges, I don't know what more evidence you need for that fact, right? Like, look, the the argument that he has executive privilege is so 
what the scientists would call stupid. This is, again, a mystical levels of stupid with Eli Mystical here. He, is, he jumps right to the conclusion. The judge is corrupt. Now, listen, I have no problem with you questioning a judge's decision. None at all. I mean, that's the very essence of freedom of speech in a constitutional republic. Judges aren't gods. They don't sit on Mount, Mount Olympus. They don't have Zeus-like powers. It's not Greek mythology. They're human beings. They make mistakes. It is perfectly reasonable for you to question that. I think the judge, the magistrate judge, made a mistake approving that warrant. I thought the warrant was too general and didn't meet the constitutional requirements of specificity. But I think I made a reasonable argument why I think it was a mistake. Is the judge corrupt? That's kind of a leap, isn't it? Not for Eli Mystical. The judge made a very sane, common-sense decision. Get an independent special master. By the way, keep in mind, folks, Mystical has no idea how the special master is even going to work out. In other words, what I'm saying, Joe, is they could appoint a special master who looks at this stuff and says, you know what? It's not privileged. The government gets it all. I wonder what Eli Mystical is going to say after that. But because Eli Mystical believes in the Republicans are bad people with ideas, he doesn't care about the idea that there should be a special master to determine executive privilege. We're all bad people. The default judgment is it's definitely corruption. Here's Roland Marvin. This guy was on my radio show where he humiliated himself, embarrassed him. I mean, he, the guy was a joke. It was such a clown. I, he comes on the radio show, has no evidence to back up anything at all. I call him out on this Rand Paul thing, and he doesn't know what to say. He's the guy's a joker. I mean, this is a guy so desperate to get his face on TV since uh, that thing happened with him at CNN where he humiliated himself over there. Here's Roland Marvin. Um, Roland Marvin, again, proving my theory that they think we are evil, bad people. It doesn't matter what our ideas are. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Here's Roland Marvin on how they're at war with us. And by the way, keep your head on a swivel around these lunatics. I am not kidding. Check this out. I have my uh, red LED lighting since the Republicans <laughs> are so, oh, my God, upset because uh, President Joe Biden, uh, they claim, oh, he looked like uh, he was in Russia. Pastor Charles Jenkins has uh, an intro to his song War, uh, where he says, when the enemy is coming at you, you can't fall down. You can't break down. This means war. That is where we are. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. They have allowed evil into their house with Donald Trump. He has now dominated the party. This evil is spreading. And when you are in a war footing, you have to respond accordingly. Mm. Yeah. They're at war. Folks, they are who you think they are. Believe them when they speak. Don't ignore them. They're not kidding. Keep your head on a swivel around these people. MSNBC gives Roland Marvin a platform. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. Let me just say, wait, one last thing. Sorry, before I get to that. You know, Michael Anton says, uh, great writer, I respect a lot, I'm on the show, that the only way to defeat these people is to make them experience real material losses. You have an opportunity coming up to vote. Not telling you again that Republicans are the solution to all your problems, but the cause of all your problems are unquestionably people like Ellie Mystical and Roland Marvin and the people who facilitate their hate, their hate, and their anger on MSNBC. 
All right, folks, let me get to this. And then uh, I've got Biden yelling again, which is uh, kind of hilarious. He's screaming and yelling again, which is just, uh, this is who this guy is. All right, today's show also brought to you by American Financing. The cost of everything continues to rise, and I mean everything, especially if there's an interest rate tied to it. Have you seen some of those numbers? That's about to get much more expensive really soon. Take care of it now before it's too late. You can get a great deal if you consider a cash-out refinance with American Financing. Their mortgage consultants review your entire financial picture. They'll help you save up to $1,000 a month, whether it's a lower rate or debt consolidation, even helping you access cash. American Financing can do it all, but only if it's going to make a difference for you. So why not learn more? If you start soon, you could close in as fast as 10 days. Here's the number for American Financing. Call 888-994-7660. Hit pause, write that down. That's 888-994-7660. You can also visit them online, AmericanFinancing.net. .net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Go check them out. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLS Thanks, American Financing. Um, before I get to that, I'm, I'm putting together, thinking about my show this week, and I hope you like the Fox show on Saturday. I was very proud of the monologue, uh, just hitting these people for exactly who they are. But the monologue I'm considering for this week is, is going to be based on this journal piece, the Wall Street Journal piece, about how Biden keeps calling us fascists and semi-fascists, but they've got it all backwards. Lance Morrow notes in this piece, Biden's speech had it all backwards, that Mr. Trump and his followers are essentially anti-fascists. They want the state to stand aside to impose the least possible interference and allow market forces and entrepreneurial energies to work. Here's the last line. Freedom, folks, isn't fascism. I'm strongly considering a monologue based on exactly this topic. I'll, I'll get to more as the week ends. Um, Gee, let's jump ahead to the Biden stuff, though, because I don't want to miss this, and maybe we'll go back. Uh, and you know what? Let's do the Daily Caller story. This is just more proof of what I'm talking about. That how it is that the Trump administration, through giving back more of your money through taxes, supporting vocally school choice initiatives, and deregulating the government, in other words, making the government's ability to, or uh, lessening the government's ability to tell you no, how that's an example of fascism is only explainable by a liberal media and that's why the beatings will continue until morale improves. Here's just another latest example. I'll get to this. And uh, Sorry, I'm going a little bit out of order, but Daily Caller. Google won't allow Google, the most evil company on the planet, a company run by communists. Um, Google won't let Trump's app, True Social, on its app store. Now, I the best day of my life, you, my podcast is not available on Google Podcasts. Ripped it from there. You're not allowed to have it, Google. You understand? You're not allowed. You're an evil company. You're not allowed to have it. We dump Google ads on our sites. Uh, we we uh, stop uh, using YouTube. Our last video on YouTube uh, is, is why we were leaving YouTube. The best day of my life was excising this cancer of Google from my life. It is the most disgusting, evil company in America. Give them nothing. Nothing. So they banned True Social, but the Daily Caller, which is Trump's social media platform, notes something interesting. They found a group of apps that seemed to violate Google's policies related to marijuana, child sex abuse, and harassment. The list even includes some well-known and immensely popular apps, with some, such as Twitter and Facebook, having billions of downloads on the Play Store. Why is this happening? Oh, Dan, it's hypocrisy. No, 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 no. Gavel's down. No, it's not hypocrisy, ladies and gentlemen. What is it? Hierarchy. Google are a bunch of communist authoritarians. So are the libs. They're in charge. You 
or not. Real material losses. Scrap Google from your life. Get them out of your life. Don't use their search. Don't use their podcast. There is no reason for you to use any of their or alternatives to all of them. They have other phones. You have Rumble. You have uh, Google Podcasts. You have Spotify. You have Apple. You have other uh, companies. I'm not saying Apple's great, but obviously the Google's the worst. Google or other ad networks. Get rid of these. Get, cut the cancer out of your life. All right, I want to get to this. So Biden's yelling again and lying again. Um, this guy is really disturbing. You want to talk about sounding like a fascist and authoritarian. Why is he always screaming like a lunatic? Looks like his dentures are going to fall out. And he's always pointing <laughs> at people. This is it, doesn't it? It looks like he's got to yeah. like suck his teeth in every time. Here's this corrupt, crazed lunatic screaming about how we beat pharma, talking about him. I thought he said farms first because I thought... There's no way he's dumb enough to say we beat pharma. Here, check it out. Listen yourself. We beat pharma this year. We beat pharma this year. And it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. You beat pharma? Sounds like a football game. (laughs) Right, doesn't it? We beat pharma by 14, by two touchdowns. (laughs) They fumbled in the end zone at the end. (laughs) This, This guy is a lunatic. Now, any sane media person would stop the beatings by pharma and their symbiotic relationship with big government, not by price controls, which are economically destructive, but by stopping this ass-kissing endeavor where we let pharma get away with things they shouldn't be getting away with, like a vaccine that really wasn't tested well. So we beat pharma? Oh, really? Market Watch. Pfizer reports big profit and revenue beats as COVID drug sales increased by nearly $9 billion. Man, you beat pharma. Hey! You beat pharma pretty good. Oh, Dan, that's just one example. Ah, here's another one. CNBC, what's next for Pfizer and Moderna? Beyond their projected $51 billion in combined COVID vaccine sales this year. Oh. Gee, I don't know what's next. Yeah, but, yeah, that's right. Boston Globe, Moderna reaped more than $12 billion in profits from COVID vaccine sales last year. Notice the subheadline, though. This is the best part. The Cambridge company made money for the first time in its 11-year history. You beat Pharma, all right, Joe. You beat yeah. Key, Can you play that again? I don't, I, I'm sorry to make you. Can you play that again? You beat Pharma. Just to, play it again for us. We beat Pharma this year. We beat Pharma this year. And it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. Oh, you, you changed people's lives, <laughs> yeah. all right. And believe me, it mattered. Vaccine mandates, a vaccine failing to stop transmission of COVID myocarditis. Yeah, you changed people's lives already, Joe. You beat pharma to the tune of $51 billion in combined profits. Good job, pal. Good job. Really well done. Beatings will continue till morale improves. But you got to remember, it's exactly who this guy is. Folks, I'm starting to become more enraged by Biden than I am uh, was with Obama. Now, I worked with Obama as an agent on his detail, and it was clear the guy was a phony and a fraud from the start. It's clear. The guy used to say things behind the scenes that he wouldn't say in front of the cameras. I have real genuine beefs with Obama, who I think started this endless decay of the United States, hoping in the long game we fix it. And I think we will. But Biden's far worse. Obama at least tried or made an attempt to hide his corruption. Tried. He was corrupt. Believe me, he was corrupt. Spygate proves it. Biden doesn't even care. Biden's corruption and lies, he doesn't even care. 
Because the thing about Obama and Biden is Obama was smarter than Biden and he was more tactical. Biden, I'm telling you, is legitimately an idiot. He is a very dumb, insecure, corrupt human being. And stupid, smart people who think they're smart but are really stupid like Biden, who may be a stupid, stupid person at some point, these are the most dangerous people on planet Earth when you give them power. This lying weasel telling you beat pharma, despite no evidence that this is who he's been his whole life. Here's what I mean. Same speech. He knows he's lying about being a civil rights activist. I'll prove it to you in a minute. He's been called on it numerous times. It is not true. Here he is in Pennsylvania again, wherever he was. Uh, sorry. He was uh, given a speech repeating the exact same lie over and over again. That he was some kind of a big civil rights activist. Check this out. I got elected to, I got very engaged in my case, the civil rights movement. And uh, as a kid, I was, uh, I worked a lot in, in the movement and worked and I got deeply involved in the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party in Delaware was a Southern Democratic Party then. We were uh, more a Southern state than a, than a Northeastern state. And I got involved and one thing led to another. And uh, one day a group came to me of the senior members of the party and said they wanted me to run for the Senate. Erroneous! Folks, uh, thank you, Vince. It, it, this did not happen. This did not. We have a segment on the radio show Jim puts together, producer Jim. Things that never <laughs> happen. This is one of, this did not happen. Here's the worst part. That's why I'm telling you, this guy's just genuinely stupid. And the media, if they would continue to call him out and stop, he would stop. But once in a while, you'll get someone who will say something. Here's what I mean. Tapper called him out in this a while ago. Jake Tapper on CNN. This stuff never happened. Here's Tapper like, he's just lying. Check this out. He lied to voters, according to the New York Times, uh, quoting aides of, of Biden's, about having marched in the civil rights movement. This is Biden making this false claim in 1987. When I marched in the civil rights movement... I did not march with a 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. And the New York Times reports, quote, more than once, advisors had gently reminded Mr. Biden of the problem with this formulation. He had not actually marched during the civil rights movement. And more than once, Mr. Biden assured them that he understood and kept telling the story anyway. That is really, really weird. Folks, let's be honest. You may be saying, well, Dan, Tapper citing the Times and Tapper called him. Yeah, and good for him. But if this was a Republican continuing to claim they were a civil rights activist falsely, they'd be driven from office. The media every single day would demand you publicly apologize. Yet there's no call for that at all. Many of you are probably hearing from the first time that Biden's lied about this. Even conservatives. Because the media just gently touches it. If it was a Republican, they would be driven from office over it. That's a fact. Why, why does a guy go out there and say they beat Big Pharma, which is laughably incorrect? Pharma beat all of us. Why would they say that? They would say that because there's never going to be any accountability. There's not going to be a fact checker banning you for saying something nice about Joe Biden. This is who this guy is. He is a lying, corrupt, plagiarizing fraud with zero character. 
Hat tip RNC research. This was on their feed. They have great, a great, a great social media feeds. Uh, excuse me. Great social media feed. RNC research. Some of the clips they pull are just magic. Here is Biden caught again in the past. Remember, this is an older video. This is who this guy is. He is a plagiarist and a liar and a corruptocrat who will sell his soul and his kid's soul to anyone for a buck. Watch this. Biden gave Kennedy no credit. He has also quoted or paraphrased John Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, and British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock, all without credit. Joseph Biden admitted today that he committed plagiarism when he was in law school. He said it was a mistake, but that it was unintentional. He quoted five pages of someone else's work without proper citation. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. He was given an F. So ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. To the political community in Washington, it all seems of a piece. Plagiarism at law school, plagiarism on the stump. The great communicator. Strike that. The great imitator. You don't steal verbatim. Uh, or when you do, as he did 99% of the time, you give credit. Biden's critics say he sells himself as a man whose words and visions can inspire a new generation in politics. But if the thoughts, phrases, and visions really belong to others, it's a form of false advertising. Senator Joseph Biden may have more explaining to do. The new questions stem from taped remarks of Biden during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. That's who Joe Biden's always been. A lot of this stuff you're probably hearing for the first time. His history of plagiarism, his history of corruption, his history of dealing, uh, wheeling and dealing with enemies, nuclear-powered enemies of the United States, his lying, his, his bluster, his insecurities. The man's a clown, and he's always been a clown. And he would have never been elected if the media would have told you. Beatings will continue until morale improves. I am going to leave it on the spot. I really do believe I am long in the United States. Sometimes you need a Dinkins, a Carter, and a Biden to wake people up. That megaphone to media isn't going to cover for this guy much longer. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your patience over there. If, if you didn't check out yesterday's show, by the way, we did a Labor Day special with some of my best radio rants. Check it out on Rumble. I really think you'll like it. Some of you podcast-only listeners may have missed some of these. And, um... As Guy knows, because he sits around for the radio show sometimes, some of the opening rants are pretty epic and they're different. So uh, check it out. I know self-praise things, but I'm proud of some of the stuff we did on the radio show. Please subscribe to the show. We really, really appreciate it. It's free. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We just hit 2.4 million followers, subscribers. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify too. I'll see you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.